Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. Jessie Calvert, in her early 40s, had fallen deeply in love. And although Ben's wife was still an extremely handsome woman, she was beginning to fear growing old, to fight the years with every weapon she had. She was driven by the knowledge that she had many years left to enjoy the passions which belonged to youth. Her love for Brett Cameron reflected her anxiety. But Jessie was no weakling. She was still capable, to some extent, of fighting Brett's domination. And today, as they sit under the trees in front of Brett's cottage near the river, Jessie is demanding a showdown. For a long time, her sweetheart has been hinting at a plan he has for gaining possession of Ben's fortune for themselves. But now, Jessie's expression is rebellious as she says... I want the whole story, Brett. Every time I asked you a definite question, you always have, have stalled me. I don't intend to go on this way. You know, darling, I love you in this defiant mood. It's really quite charming. Oh, you always say that. Don't try to put me off, Brett. But, darling... Either you tell me what you have in mind, or I'll have nothing to do with this... this business. All right, Jesse. I'll tell you. It's really very simple. Is it? I'll judge that for myself. After you've told me the details. Very well. You see, Jesse, Ben's illness plays right into our hands. We know how to take advantage of it. Heart trouble. You remember I suspected it was something like that. And then when Dr. Lewis confirmed it... Thanks to me, we were able to find out about it. Yes, darling, you bluffed the good doctor very neatly into giving you a full report of Ben's trouble. Well, I was certain it must be a lot more serious than Ben was willing to admit. He acted so odd about that medicine, for one thing. The tonic that didn't look like a tonic? I knew it couldn't be. Not in such a little bottle. And absolutely colorless. Mm-hmm. You say he has one bottle at the office and one at home. Yes, that's right. Dr. Lewis says he has to have it on hand at all times, in case of an attack. But, Brett, this still isn't telling me what you... Well, how you plan how to... How I plan to do it, darling. I'm coming to that. Jesse, we've got to get a hold of duplicate bottles. And that shouldn't be too difficult for you. For me? Wait a minute, Brett. Why should all I... All you have to do is drop into Perry's drugstore casually and say you want to refill the prescription. Well, that's all very well, Brett. But remember, it may not be the sort of prescription you can refill. No, we'll have to find that out. You can drop in at Perry's and say you want some more of the stuff. If he tells you it requires another prescription, you can say you didn't know. Easiest thing in the world. But suppose I do get hold of some more of the stuff. What then? You say it's a colorless liquid. Yes. Looks just like water. Fine. Then all we have to do is empty out the medicine and replace it with water. Go on, Brett. Well, shouldn't be any trick at all to switch bottles. We have plenty of opportunity at home. And you often drop into Ben's office. You expect me to take the real medicine, replace it with bottles that contain only water. Then if Ben has an attack, he... Oh. You see how simple it is? No complication. No complication simple. 
Oh, Brett. Oh, now, Jesse. You talk about it being simple. Brett, it's so cruel, so... so callous. But surely you won't pretend you didn't expect something like this. Well, I guess perhaps I did, vaguely. You've known what we were going to do for some time. You agreed to it. We just hadn't worked out the details. Well, that's the thing that bothers me. The details, as you call them. For us to be sitting here calmly discussing a man... A man's death like this. But, my dear girl, we're not responsible for the fact that Ben's heart isn't what it should be. No, but just the same. Look, I... Jesse, you've been complaining for months. You've said over and over you couldn't stand the waiting, the suspense. Oh, yes, I know. But now that... Now we have a very neat plan of cutting the whole thing short. A method made to order for us. It isn't as if Lewis hadn't come right out and told her that Ben's days were numbered, as they say. I know. But it's quite another thing to make sure they will be. Jesse, I'm afraid you're letting your imagination run away with you. Imagination? Well, you ought to be more realistic, my dear. Remember, according to the doctor, Ben's condition is bound to be fatal anyway. Thinking of him over there in his office, not suspecting. Going along just as usual, talking business, and... And we sit here planning a... a murder. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Jesse. We're two intelligent people who have enough courage to take the long chance. Grasp the opportunity when it presents itself. That's all there is to it. I can't think of it that way. I... Surely you don't think this is a unique situation. <laughs> Believe me, things like this happen all the time. Oh, I know you read about such things in the papers or in mystery stories. But we're real people, Brett. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. Very pleasant it is, isn't it? Very pleasant it is, isn't it? Very pleasant it is, isn't it? Very pleasant it is, too. You can be flip about it. I can't. Well, what do you want me to do? Put on a long black cloak? Look sinister? But it's just that you're so so unfeeling about it. A man's life. And you act as casual as if you were discussing the plot of a book. Jesse, I'm... I'm a little surprised at this conscience you've developed all of a sudden. It isn't as if we hadn't understood each other months ago. You knew we'd have to do something. You never told me exactly what. And now that I do know, I... Yes, Jesse. Now that you know. Oh, Brett. I... Well, I don't like it at all. But why? I'm afraid. Nonsense. If ever a perfect setup dropped into a person's lap, this is it. It's absolutely foolproof. Oh, no, it isn't. Something might slip up. And besides, it's also unnecessary. We know what the doctor said, that Ben might go at any time. Why can't we just let nature take its course without getting ourselves involved? You mean just wait? Well, why not? Well, in the first place, because I don't choose to. Well, I ought to have something to say about it. I'm in this thing, too. You're getting cold feet, Jesse. That's what's the matter with you. I've been noticing this reluctance on your part, your insistence that we might as well wait. Well, I don't intend to. But it's only a question of a few months, probably. We've managed to wait this long. Why be impatient now? Because we can't be sure it's a matter of months. It might be a year, two years. No, thank you, my sweet. Well... Even if you have no moral scruples, I should think you'd want to play safe. The plan's perfectly safe. There's no risk involved. Well, not for you, maybe. Because I have to do the dirty work. Besides, after all, Ben and I... Well... Jesse, these scruples of yours don't ring true. I believe I know why you've developed this resistance all of a sudden. You can't believe me capable of common decency, I suppose. Oh, yes. Especially if you can indulge yourself in feeling virtuous and get what you want at the same time. I don't know what you mean by that. The truth is you've done very nicely for yourself and you're not anxious to make a change. You've got Ben under your thumb now. You know you're definitely going to inherit the money. And on top of all that, you can always come running to me. Keep me dangling, waiting. 
I was under the impression you wanted me to. I do want to, but it's not a question of you using me, Jesse, or you having your cake and eating it. No, 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 I'm... I'm the wrong man for that game, my dear. I don't intend to stand around patiently. Not any longer. Well, you know it'll only be for a little while. I certainly do. For the simple reason that I intend to set the time limit myself. In other words, no more waiting for something to develop. Oh, you're so unreasonable. If only you... No, Jesse, this is a showdown. You've got to decide. Decide what? Either you cooperate, or I'll make other arrangements. You can't keep me on tap as a playmate while you take things easy. Brett, what do you mean about making other arrangements? I suppose you're thinking of Lily Devon. That's right. Something like that. After everything you said the other day about just using Lily as a front. Well, that was going on the assumption you intended to play straight with me. But if you back down, if you refuse to cooperate now that we have a perfect opening, well, Jesse, you can forget the whole thing. You mean you'd... you'd forget all the plans we made? We wouldn't be... We wouldn't be anything, Jesse. You can stick it out with Ben indefinitely if you like. I'll be engaged somewhere else. With Lily? Or someone just as attractive. It's your decision, my dear. Either you cooperate to put an end to this waiting, or there won't be anything to wait for. At least not for you and me. And with a sinking heart, Jesse told herself Brett meant exactly what he said. Ben's wife was torn with conflicting hopes, desires, fears. On one side, her love for Brett. But on the other, Jesse felt an honest revulsion at the thought of taking a life. And there was a fear of discovery, too. Which would win out? Yes, Ben, your life may depend on a woman's decision. A woman who is deeply in love with someone else.